Hi everyone, it's Abby and welcome to Teacher Tip Thursday. This week we're going to discuss a classroom management hack specifically around building a beginning of class routine. So a little disclaimer here um, when talking about classroom management, management is hard, right? Even if you are a veteran teacher, it's still hard. There are still days when there are things that I've been doing for years and those things don't work, all right? So just know that you are not alone if you're struggling with management. However, the one thing that I've learned in all of my years of teaching is that consistency is key. So building a routine is really kind of the backbone of classroom management. We all love routines and structure. Um, Students, adults, I mean, everyone kind of has like a morning routine, a bedtime routine. We have routines for everything, whether we know it or not. And a sense of routine and structure really create calm and stability. People come to expect what's happening next. And that takes a lot of the anxiety about, well, what are we going to do? Um, if people know what's coming. So I'm a huge proponent of routines. And within your classroom, you can have a variety of routines. Um, So today I'm going to talk about the beginning of class routine, right? Because you want to start off class on a good good note. Uh, So that's what we're going to discuss today. And before we do, I just want to address... um, some common mistakes that I've kind of seen throughout my years, because I know that some of you who are listening are probably like, oh my gosh, like I have so much that I need to improve in my classroom. I just don't know where to start. Um, And know that you are not alone. So I know that at some schools, you know, people come in and they observe you And they give you this like checklist of things that you are not doing regarding management. And you're like, well, 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 I don't know what to fix first. And sometimes you don't get any help. And sometimes you do. So I just want to preface that by saying, I know that there are a myriad of things that you probably want to improve in your classroom regarding management, but you cannot tackle all things at once. You need to choose one, get that down, and then go to another. Um, Because a lot of the mistakes that I see teachers do is trying to implement a lot of different things at one time and, you know, not really sticking to anything. And so then, you know, your management is still a mess because you're trying to implement too many things and people are confused and you get frustrated. So we're going to choose one thing. And today we're talking about How do kids enter the classroom, all right? So you can start a routine at any time throughout the year. It does not have to be the beginning of school. It's like, oh, it's the middle of school. I can't start a routine. Yes, you can. It is your classroom, all right? You can do whatever you want within reason, (laughs) Um, but you you can structure it however you want. So how do kids enter your room, all right? I want you to think about that. How are kids entering your space right now? Are they lining up outside your door? 
Are they coming in willy-nilly and, you know, going to, like, lingering around the room, talking to their friends? Are they coming in, going to their seats and kind of waiting for you to start the class? How are they coming into your classroom? Because that's going to set the tone for the rest of the class. So you can control how your kids enter your room. And there's a variety of different things you can do. If you are a middle school teacher, you might work on a team. So talk with your teammates, right? So consistency is key in routines. If kids are entering all classrooms the same way and all teachers are consistent about how kids enter, it's easier to become the norm, right? Now, I know not everyone's working on a team. Not everyone who works on a team has teammates that play nicely. I will say that. So sometimes you just got to do you, right? So figure out how you want kids to enter your room. Some schools have policies on, hey, this is how our kids enter. And that's great. But a lot of schools don't. And so it's really going to be up to you. Um, There are a couple different ways you can do it. Um, depending on the age of your kids, right? It it has to be age appropriate. So for example, I teach eighth grade. I'm not going to have my students line up outside my door. Um, you know, maybe in the beginning of the year, if it's like chaos, that's something we will do, but they're about to go to high school. If I told them to line up outside my door, they would probably roll their eyes and mutter under their breath, which I wouldn't care. But, um, You know, what's age appropriate for your kids? What are they used to? Um, What are other teachers doing? And, you know, figure out, like, how you want them to enter your space. So my kids, for example, enter my classroom. We don't have bells, okay? So that's another thing to consider. Like, do you have bells? Um, They enter my room, and I have something for them to do projected on my smart board TV, All right, so they know that as soon as they enter, they're supposed to start their do now or bell ringer, whatever you call it. Um, And, you know, they we do use lockers at my school. So since there are no bells, I have a timer going on my phone and I just call out how much time they have left to get in my room. It's not probably the most efficient way to get kids in the room, but, um, you know, you work with what you have. So think about that. You know, do kids have a set time to come in your room? Um, What happens when kids are are late? You know, I shut my door and my kids know when my door is shut, if you enter after that without a pass, like I'm marking you tardy. Um, So think about like all of those things. All right, so you've got kids, they're entering either in a line, are they going directly to to their seat? Because they should, to be honest. They should go directly to their seat and they need something to do. Don't have them wait on you because here's what happens like 80% of the time. It's the beginning of class. Kids are rolling in and, oh, here comes another teacher. They need to talk to you about something ASAP, all right? And, oh, there's, you know, a phone, your phone's ringing. No, you got to answer that. There are so many things that happen at the beginning of class and having the kids, having something for the kids to do right away is going to be imperative to like setting your class up for success. So give them something to do that doesn't involve instruction. You don't have to teach them. So what I like to do, put something on the board to do now, um, and it's like a review. So it could be like a five-minute thing. 
Um, you know, you can do this in any subject. If you teach math, put like a review problem on the board, put a little timer on your PowerPoint and say, all right, you have three minutes, you know, I want you to do this problem. All right. Press play. Everyone's supposed to be working on that problem or whatever it is. You know, you might pass a handout out to students at the door as they come in and that's what they're supposed to be working on. It could be silent reading. Hey, we're going to do like 10 minutes. Everyone's reading their book. Think about your class and how you want to start your class off. Okay. So that's super important. Once you have kids in that routine, they know, hey, we're going to come in. We're going to sit down. We're going to do X. And during that time, then that's a good time for you to take attendance, right? to um, check in any work that kids have. Um, you know, it, it's, it kind of gives everyone a time to like kind of calmly settle in, all right? Um, while kids are, so kids are in your room, they're in their seats, they're doing their bell ringer, you're taking attendance. One thing I also want to recommend is kind of, you know, highlight the positive right? It's called positive narration. You've probably heard of it before, but not all kids are going to come in and do what you want, right? You're going to have a couple who are maybe sitting at their desk or maybe they're not. And, you know, you want to highlight, oh, hey, um, I see Johnny's getting started on his bell ringer. And then those folks who are not are like, oh, oh yeah, that's what we're supposed to do, right? Because you never want to call a student out, um, of their name, right? <laughs> in front of everyone. And that's probably another, another episode. So, you know, high, give incentives for students on task. Um, you know, I am a huge believer in like narrating the positive, but not necessarily rewarding kids for what they're supposed to be doing. But we know incentives work. So, you know, oh, so-and-so, I loved how, um, Jamie came in and got right to work on her do now. Awesome. And, you know, whatever classroom management system you use in your class, for me, I use um, class marbles. I would give like a marble for in the jar, like, you know, so-and-so is working. Um, and that's something we will talk about at a later episode is whole class um, management skills and incentives. But, you know, just narrate the positive. Narrate what you see. Look around. Like, hey, I see like all of us are quietly working on our do now. Awesome. Um, So definitely do that. And that'll get kids in the habit of like, oh, this is what she wants us to do. So once this routine is in place, you know, it's going to take a while for kids to realize, oh, this is what we're supposed to do. Um, But you got to stick to it. Okay. If that's your expectation, then you have to follow it as well. All right, so this is something from, you know, whenever you're starting the routine, say, okay, students from now on, this is what we're doing. And you may have to practice it a couple times, right? If your kids are used to coming in and just doing whatever or they're out of control, you may have to practice it and just say, this is what we're doing. And eventually it will become a routine. And, you know, you may have some kids who are resistant to it, but if the majority are doing it, then you have won, right? You're not going to have 100% of kids do 100% of what you ask for all the time, right? But your goal is to, right, manage your class. 
So if you have students who are doing what you ask, all right, then then it's a win for you. So don't deviate from your your routine, all right. Um, that's just the biggest thing. Even if there's a schedule change, continue that routine. So there are some days where we have a pep rally and we have testing and we have this and our schedule is wacky. But I always stick to my routine. The kids come in, they have a bell ringer. I don't care if my class is 30 minutes, we're still doing that. Um, because kids come to expect it, especially when a schedule is is different. Kids still like structure. Actually, they like it more because it's like the unknown. Like, oh, we have lunch at this time today. So it's it's really like, you know, a habit. Okay. And it'll kind of help you kind of structure your, your class as well. All right. So once your students have this down and you guys feel comfortable, then you can begin adding more routines. All right. But if you don't have an ent- entrance routine, or even if you do, I really encourage you to start here. Look at how kids are entering your space. Is it efficient? Can you tighten it? Where can you tighten it up? Um, You know, think about like your team. Is everyone entering in the same way? If not, maybe that's something that we can can work on together so that we can create some consistency. Okay. Go over your expectations for entering the room. Maybe even have students come up with some on their own. Like, hey, guys, like I noticed like we entered the room, you know, I saw some people pushing each other while they were entering the room. Like, you know, talk about that. Um, Come up with some norms if you need to. The more student buy-in you have, the more they're going to want to follow those expectations, right? Because they came up with them. So... That's kind of uh, how you build a beginning of class routine. Um, I would love to hear from you all. What are some of your beginning of class routines and what works, what doesn't? Because I know what works for me, right? It's kids coming in, sitting down. I have something for them to do. There's like five, five to six, seven minutes where they're doing that. And that's kind of how I start my class. In the past, I've also started it with silent reading. You come in, you get your silent reading book, you read for 10 minutes. Um, It just really depends on the length of your class. You know, if I teach a longer class, I might start with some silent reading. Right now, my classes are 56 minutes. Next year, they're going to 70. So, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully going to incorporate some silent reading into my routine next year. But what what is going to work for you? All right. And stick to it. That's the most important thing about the routine. So hopefully this classroom management hack was helpful to you and um, let me know if you have questions or if you have some things that you would like me to discuss. Um, Thanks all and I'll see you next week for Teacher Tip Thursday.